You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We're talking about podcasts. We're talking about itty bitty podcasts. Podcasts. Merry Mini Mondays, Chunkies. I'm Carter. Dosh. Jordan. Um, God, there's a lot to unpack today, isn't there? Oh, goodness, yes. Oh, goodness, yes. We'll start off. I want to preface this by saying we did all three C in four. Adam, the magic, the uh, music magician. Mm. Uh, we all saw this movie together. Uh, Avengers Endgame last night. This is not the episode there for spoilers. There will be no spoilers in no this spoilers episode. No at spoilers all. in safe. this episode. Really, there aren't. I know we're funny guys, and it would be not a surprise for us to just be like, but blank happens. We're not going to do that. Yeah, no, we, we would never do that to anybody. We are no. going to flirt with it a little bit on this episode, but um, I have some announcements first. So something that we can go ahead and tell people is let's let's walk through a couple of the trailers that we saw before this. Wow. <laughs> so something that usually happens is other big movies will ride the ride the coattails of releases of big movies. That's yes. another. That's one of the m- more exciting parts of going to see I a blockbuster movie trailers, is man. knowing that you're going to get trailers that yeah. are like, heck yes. Mm. And so we don't have to completely unpack Star Wars because I think a lot of people have seen that. Uh, and Star Wars will have its time on this podcast someday. It definitely will. Um, there was a real scary boy. Yeah, yeah. Midsummer. <laughs> Midsummer <laughs> looked pretty pretty. Midsummer is the person who did Hereditary. It looks very scary. It does. Uh, very much disturbed. But I think really what we need to talk about Take, right uh, now. I know what I want to talk about. Take me there. My goodness, friends. So uh, I saw Endgame twice last night and once at six. And I got to see it with Chelsea the first time with my wife. And I'll just, <laughs> I'll just start this off by saying at one point in this, in this trailer, which is magic, which is complete gold. Yes. Yeah. She leans over and says, hey, when did they start saving the world and not just doing racing on the streets? And I was like, oh, babe. Like, 
what episode? I mean, like what? Like halfway through. Like halfway through. But that's what it is. Yeah. So, of course, the trailer is for what movie? Hobbs and Shaw. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. (sighs) My friends. Jess leaned over to me during this trailer (laughs) and just whispered in my ear, I hate that you're excited for this. We were and so you know what? excited. I'm so excited we for this were one. So at excited. one point in this trailer, <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson's Hobbs, yeah, literally says, "Guess we're going old school on this one," <laughs> and steps out with like an army of people with like spears, dressed in like, like traditional Maori like outfits, ready to dude, fight, dude. And not to, there were really so many amazing things that yes. happened in this. A Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham They're could gold. hang out. They're and gold. I'm, I'm a live yeah, yeah, feed yeah, yeah, on yeah, that yeah. one. But they saved the biggest thing for last. And here's what's funny about Fast and Furious movies. Even though they kind of give me most of the thrills in the trailer. Still going to watch. I want to experience them again. Yeah. <laughs> still going to watch. And a lot more. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Help me because I don't. I haven't completely... Like it's like I've seen Endgame and I'm still going yeah. through like, wow, I really have to <clears throat> so, unpack what I just saw. Here's our but connection. What's funny? Y'all remember that scene in Civil War when Captain America uh, keeps that helicopter from taking off and it's yeah. just his bicep? Yeah. And we were like, wow, he can do that because he's a genetically modified, like he's a super soldier. Sure, like sure, he's sure, a super sure, hero. sure, yeah. sure. <clears throat> the Rock just does it better. And he he's just a does it. Real, he's just a regular he's dude. Just a he's, regular he's, dude. he's just a regular dude. He's just a big guy, but he does dude. it. Yeah, we see him basically hogtie a helicopter. It is With wild. a two-ton chain, and it's wild. That sounds like a Pecos Bill story. <laughs> yes. It sounds like an American folk hero. Like, it's like the script before, a helicopter. Yeah, right before they start singing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it looks amazing. Uh, dun, Idris dun, dun. Elba is the, he refers to himself as Black Superman. So it's basically saying, he does say that. like, I don't they're know. really blatant Lots with the superhero time. references. Like, oh, 100%. Yeah. We, we, and the reason we're so pumped about this, and I would recommend doing this before Hobbs and Shaw comes out, but those of you listening, go back and listen to The Fastest and the Furious. Uh, it was yeah. a, an eye opening, transformative experience. It was a transformative experience it for really, us. It really, really was. Um, you should go watch that series. We went in with one opinion and came out with, Pretty drastically different on, a, on another kind biggest, of high. Maybe the biggest 180 that my opinion on any piece of popular culture has ever done. But yeah. the, the best part about what happened with us in Fast and Furious is I was right about everything I thought about the series. I was 100% right. Yeah. It just turns out the everything I thought I would hate about it is why I love yes. it. Right. Around the time that it starts to go, we know what we are and we're we're laughing at it with you. Yep. That series just takes off to new heights. Yeah. Yep. It's, I'm genuinely very excited. Like maybe. Not quite far from home excited, but like but really close. close. I'm yeah. really close to like Fast and Furious movie, really close to Spider-Man excitement. Yeah, very That's much crazy. So. That's crazy. I thought about um, doing a Ranky very much today on like best sequel movies, but it's tough because then I realized the world of movies is, especially in the blockbuster world right now, yeah. built upon sequels. Right. It's all sequels. Um, and, uh, yes. And on that note, there was an announcement yesterday. Um, Bond 25. It doesn't have a name yet. Right. Yep. Uh, but Daniel Craig is back. Stick there were so many rumors uh, rolling around. And they're going to, because it's the 25th film, he, he's getting $25 million for this movie. Wow. Uh, to make this movie. Did you know he's 51 years old? Daniel Craig? Really? Daniel Craig is 51. He looks amazing. Yeah. He looks, he looks so good. I had that 25. thought about Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's 50. That's also Isn't that yeah, nuts. That doesn't make any sense. Humor de-ages you a little bit. Apparently. Humor or or big six pack. Yeah, well, one of the two. <laughs> Good thing we're funny. Maybe. Good thing we're funny. <laughs> Hopefully. 
um, but some of the most exciting things about that Bond movie, and I've seen all the James Bond movies. I grew up with my dad's copies of the Ian Fleming books on my bookshelf because I thought it was mm. so cool. Like I've just yeah. kind of, and it's it's kind of in the vein of Fast and Furious too. You know what to expect on most of yeah. these, and it's it's going to be a fun time. That's at least how I feel about it. Uh, but the director of this movie, uh, it was originally going to be, oh, I can't remember his name, but the director now is the guy who did True Detective season one. Um, oh, is the really? director for uh, Bond 25. Kerry Fukunaga? Yeah. 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 And right now, our, our very likely villain who has been cast is uh, Remy Malik. Um, okay. yep. who is Heck already yeah. kind of a creepy guy. Yep. And so I think this is going to be great. But that's yeah. that's on its way. Um, another thing that's on its way, and before we do that, I, I want to just kind of tease a little bit what our next series is going to be. Um, because Endgame is, I mean, it's not the end of Disney for us, but it's it's like its own separate thing. But it yeah. kind of feels yeah. like this eight weeks we talked about of just straight Disney yeah. all the time. Kind of culminated to this. Yes, yeah. exactly. And before we go into the next series, I want us to just take a little bit of time to reflect on and unpack a little bit of As like what was yes yeah perfect we, we I, just what's your favorite vitamin vitamin C mm, is yeah, mine yeah um, I love vitamin C the Disney Dozen series guys what's your overall opinion on that what what do you think you took away from the Disney Dozen series that you didn't expect um, what's something like has there been an appreciation that has grown in some spaces for a specific mm. movie or for the franchise as a whole like what mm. do you what was Disney does to you? For me, I think I realized that Disney has a formula and that formula works really well for them, but they are still at their best when they break it. Mm. Yeah. That's good. You mean specifically like with Emperor's New Groove? Emperor's and- New Groove. And I feel like Tarzan kind of br- broke yep. the mold for what they were yeah. doing at the time. Yep. Um, and even Lion King is an example of like, that's not what they were going for. Right. And then they kind of stumbled upon magic. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think I think what I get, get from it too is... Uh, I think we talked about a few of those movies that this was really fun because for most of our listeners, I think it was something that the first time they experienced it, much younger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some of these weren't like that for me, but for me to come back in with the lens that I do for a movie review podcast as trying to be a movie critic, um, the fact that a lot of them still held up earned a lot of respect for me, but it was kind of cool to see it in a different angle. Also, sure. I'm really love the opinions of the listeners. Like yeah, the ones, that was awesome. Like that they was my that. favorite thing about it was the interaction with everybody. Yeah. Like this is this is our first kind of crowdsourced <clears throat> thing that we've done. Yeah. Man, y'all really know how to pick them. Yeah. These were great, great. choices. We really this couldn't have asked for series. a better six. That yeah. was yeah. awesome. They really do know how You're to pick them. You're going to stand by that. You know Goofy Movie didn't make it. I know. I'm trying not to be weird about it. I know. <laughs> I would have, I would have, I would have knocked I, Aladdin I think, out for a Goofy movie. I wonder how but. many of the episodes in Disney Dozen you mentioned. I bet the Goofy everyone. Movie. I, bet I bet every, every single, single one. one and I every know. single Monday, mini Monday during that. Just a dig, like man. Yeah, it I was close. I'm still so disappointed. But it's okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll surprise you at some point and just have a thanks, thanks a goof. Series. Thanks a goof. Thanks a goof. Thanks a goof. Please. Um, and on the note of how well you as the listeners, as the chunkies out there, mm, yes, did in choosing things, yeah. that was great. And there's probably going to be more of that in our future. I, I would say there's almost definitely going to. There's be more definitely of that. going to be more of that. I yeah. loved in I our loved future that. and your future. Great. But yeah. for now, we. We want to call the shots. Yeah. yeah because this is hey, still our podcast. I want to sit in the driver's seat. It's our podcast. Don't want none of you guys getting a big head or it's nothing not like called that. Two, two chunks and a hunk and Maggie and Caroline and Jordan. And a and, Greg. And Colton and all these things. No, this yeah. is two chunks and a hunk. Yeah. We call the shots. Yeah. We, that's us. Hey, 
That's us. What do Back you call off. somebody in movies that calls the shots? The director. The director. Whoa, dude. Wow. Can you believe how this is just falling <laughs> into place right now? <laughs> so we thought of a really unique idea yeah. in that um, we each have... It's, it's fun because you start to see... I think Two Chunks is at its best when we have different opinions. Yes. To be honest. Yeah. I don't um, think so. Okay. Why? I, oh, yeah. I, we're I, I right don't think so. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Uh, <laughs> but we all are going to bring to the table uh, over the next six weeks, uh, we will each have two installments of our chosen director. So that's going to be three ju- directors. If there was a our two chunks director, Mount Rushmore, yep. yeah. like it would be these three directors. Mount, more like Mount Crushmore. More like Mount they Crushmore. Crush it. Yeah. They totally crush yep. it. And so um, when we were going over the movies that will be a part of this series, um, the the two choices of the directors that we each have, uh, we kind of started to dissect it in a little bit and we're like, wait. There's some similarities here. There's, there's some similarities? I don't want to play that card yet, but there's right, some but weird it's, similarities. It's also going to be really cool because yes. they're also very different. Yes. Um, and it is, do not feel like that this is some kind of like summer break. To take time off from two chunks and a hunk. Oh, because no. these are six bangers. Bangers, very well oh, known. Gosh. These will be some of the six best movies we've I'm, ever I'm excited to watch all of these again. Me yeah, too. Yeah, I'm very pumped about this. Very so, much so. Just to be clear on the rules, so everybody knows that, well, I guess you can't play along at home. We're playing. So to understand how we're playing, <laughs> we each pick a director. And then we each get two movies from that guy. And that's how we're building our next We have six already chosen content. them. Yeah. Separately from one another. Yes. We don't want to tease too much yet mm. because we mm. want to save some stuff for tomorrow. Got to give you one mouthful at a time. It's one like during, morsel. it's like, okay, you can open mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. present on Christmas Eve. Right. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Usually and then pajama pants. And then pajama one pa- present yes, on dude. Christmas Day. And then one present the day after Christmas. Wow. And just you, kind of one at a time. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. It's you crazy. Okay? You're not doing that right. Um, I still so, got three more <laughs> presents, dude. <laughs> Almost my done. my director is actually my good friend that I met. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I met in Oxford. Uh, <laughs> this is only a ploy to hope that he's listening and be like, oh yeah, I remember him. Um, but it is uh, Ridley Scott. Ooh. I love Sir Ridley Scott. Yeah. Um, and so That's not our, what you called him when you met him. Though, no, right? I called him Mister. <laughs> I'm really trying to trying to make up for that in a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> but uh, Mister Sir Ridley Scott. Uh, <laughs> Sir Mister. We'll unpack. Yeah. Um, I, I love him very much. But mm. the first movie that uh, will kick off this series, which we've called... We're going to call this series uh, Chooser's Choice. Chooser's Choice. Because <laughs> we're the, the, it's the choice uh, of the chooser. It's the choice of the, the chooser, and now. we are the choosers. So, it's us, the choosers, now. Uh, if Russell Crowe was a Pokemon, I choose him. Mm. So the first Ridley Scott movie that we're going to have is Gladiator. Ooh. Um, so, so I hope so I'm entertained. Tighten up, <laughs> tighten up those bootstraps and... <laughs> And head and grab a sword and head on out into wheat. the wheat fields. <laughs> get, but don't get mad, get glad. Don't get mad, get <laughs> gladiator. Nice, nice. That's the whole series. It's just going to be called that. <laughs> but Gladiator is the only movie that even deals with the title. But that's going to be next week. And so we go from Endgame to Gladiator. It's kind of an epic theme, I guess. For yeah, now. it yeah. really is. Um, before we end this episode, it feels like there's a lot going on in our lives right now. Mm-hmm. Like there yeah. are, you know, we talk about series and stuff and it's, it is so unique to me. And I tried to go back in history of like TV and cinema to find out a more momentous weekend or a more like span of month or two. But the fact that Game of Thrones and the MCU kind of is ending around the same time right now. Yeah. And, and and we can talk more about ending. Like there's going to be more MCU stuff. Right. 
um, is just unbelievable to me. Yeah. And we had something on our Twitter recently that was like, which, you know, which Stark would you hate to lose the most? And because it's like these two epic, it's both like Endgame Starks. has everything to do with both of these episodes specifically yeah. coming on. Yeah. Um, and with Game of Thrones, so far we've been doing kind of an ignorant thing in terms of talking about like, hey, here's what it looks like at the water cooler on Monday mornings when people that, that don't know any better. But I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't actually talk a little bit about Game of Thrones. We don't have much time left on this episode. Yeah. What is your fear? So the Battle of or at? Is it Battle of, of Winterfell? Of. The Battle of Winterfell is an hour and 22 minutes long. <sighs> So that Jeez. gives that gives the viewer an hour and twenty two minutes window to lose someone they love mm. in a big big old battle. I don't think we need to necessarily predict exactly what's going to happen in the battle. Is there someone? Uh, needless to say, big time spoilers big time for Game spoilers. of Thrones. If big you're time not spoilers caught up, yeah, 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 for sure. Is are you certain we a are you all certain we will lose somebody? Yes, yeah, like one time. of the main characters. I think so. Yeah. Do you want to talk about who you think it will be? I think Brienne's gone. Yeah, I was about to say Brienne. They closed her arc last week. I think Brienne's gone. I think Grey Worm is probably gone. Doesn't yeah, it feel so like too. everybody that got had a sentimental moment? Mm-hmm. We're about to lose every one of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Grey Worm, Brienne, Jora. Mm-hmm. I yep. even feel I like Mormont, Jorah. like because he got his, you know, his, his father's sword, sword back, and I'm just like, yeah. gummit. Are we just about to? It's just about to go down. Well, he didn't get his dad's sword. He got Sam's dad's sword. Heart's Bane. That's he, Sam's he left Heart's sword. Bane. Long claw with John. That's right. That's yeah, yeah. right. So Heartsbane, and so yeah. he gives that over to. And Jorah. it's Valyrian steel, so he's going to kill a Walker, and it's then gonna be awesome. Promptly die. Yeah, yeah. No, my I saving Daenerys. I feel very confident that the Hound is safe, but I'm very scared that he is not because if I don't see him fight his brother, I'm gonna cry. Well, even see, with what, I, even but, with what Arya and Gendry had, I'm like, well, one of them's gonna. Is one of them gonna die, or are both of them gonna die? I I hope Arya doesn't die. I think Arya I mean, might. I hope she doesn't either. But with Game of Thrones, again, we said we're not going to do any spoilers for Endgame. True. Yeah. But something that I am seeing that is similar between the two of these franchises, which makes it even better for the consumer, is that you have decade-long stories that have been told. Mm -hmm. And they're doing a pretty good job of starting to just tie a bow on it. Yeah. And the stakes are high. And the the stakes stakes are are high. Because even from both of these mediums, like you don't have... With the literature ahead of time, like uh, George Martin, like he doesn't even have no. the books aren't done. Yeah. So now this has been in the director's hands, like yeah. the guys writing the script. And dead gummit, we're seeing a good job so far. For so real. my hope is, I mean, this is going to be kind of a golden age, or just a short amount of time that's going to be like, man, way to end it. And I have so much yeah. respect for when people can just end stuff well. Put a pin in it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I so. Agree. Um, let's put a pin in this episode. Let's. So to end this episode, I think we recognize Game of Theories is Game of Theories. Whoa. Basically. Uh-oh. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I, that just happened subconsciously, but I was going to talk about how like did, it's was basically. That, did that happen organically? It did. Organically? Organically. Game of Thrones is a game of theories. And I think that's what's been so fun for the viewer too, is to just like, that's what happens. An episode ends. You reach yeah. out to the people that are watching it, and you're like, I think I can, let's try and call it. Yep. Yeah. But then they get so twisty again, and you're like, well, they, you can't do it. So in a perfect world for you, mm-hmm. who kills what right now, and I, I say I do all the theories preface, because for all we know, the big bad in this series might not be the big bad. Right. But right now, to us, 
the Night King is is the big bad, the sure. number one antagonist. Sure. In a perfect world, as we sign off, who would you like to see kill the Night King? Fair enough. I'm Carter, though I don't think it's going to happen in this next episode. Samuel Tarly. <laughs> that would be awesome. It would be very poetic. He killed the first one. Uh, and the last. I'm Doge. I am confident that Jon Snow is going to kill the Night King and then die. What? I'm Jordan, and I want it to be John. He's my favorite. He's my number one boy. We hold hands. <laughs> Could anyone do a Jon Snow impersonation? He's got the most interesting no, it's very difficult. accent. It's very difficult. You need to try. Someone try right now. Say, uh, I do know something. I do know something! <laughs> I do you know something. <laughs> I like how yours was Jerry. Yeah, no, I'm not doing it. This was a trick. Jerry Snow. This was just a trap to get y'all to do it. I'm not doing it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.